Okay, so do you want to like talk and then say Roger and then like I'll talk? No. <laughs> no, I'll just. Uh, we'll... That's not how it works, but we'll make it work. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, am, I, am I still cutting out though? Um, just a just a bit, but you're understandable, so I guess okay. it's good. Okay, so then I'm just gonna do my intro, and then uh, we'll go from there. Okay. okay. All right. So, three, two, one. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are tuning in from. My name is Dylan, and I'm your host of the Save Your Breath podcast. And um, again, welcome back to season two. Um, this is, I would say, episode two of season two. And um, man, this episode is going to be pretty great. I feel. <laughs> my, I got I got my good friend. Um, Helena with me. Um, she is like we we met in college at at uh, at Seneca. Um, yeah, we, we will definitely talk about how we've met because that that was really weird. That was very strange. Uh, <laughs> with your email. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, like like she she's also a student currently in school, but she's also um, in an interesting field, which we will also talk about as well. Um, her and I share a few common interests and stuff, which is again why we're good friends. And uh, so again, I mean, honestly, without further ado, my guest for this episode is Kalena. How's it going? Hey, good, good, good. How's it going with you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to finally have you on, and I understand that you have sort of been um, listening to this podcast. I would say probably from episode one. Yes, I have. Or I mean, for the most part, I usually just like live it on because it's fun, and then I forget that I have something on. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, it's good to have in the background. It's good to have like my good friend in the background. Yeah. Well, oh, thanks. <laughs> I really, <laughs> really appreciate that, and um, not, not just for like listening, but like just um, sort of being one of those supports from uh from day one. I got you. It's, it's honestly a really good idea. And I mean, what you're doing right now. And um, a lot of podcasts have like one specific focus and having a podcast that has like different, like different topics with each episode is kind of, a, you know, breath of fresh air. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of, that's kind of how I wanted to do it in the first place where um, it's, it's, it's different each time because I, I, from what I understand, especially from like my own experiences, and I'm sure you know this as well, and also from the people listening at home, sometimes you will listen to a podcast that's strictly just, for example, let's say a sports podcast. That can get kind of tiring. That can get tiring. I love sports. Yeah. 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 Tell me about that. <laughs> go on, go on. No, but I think you, you did tell me a while ago that you did play lots of sports when you were younger. When I was a child. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Until puberty hit. Okay. And um, no, that that's when well, that's when girls like just for context that's when girls in the Middle East stop playing sports and they become you know preparing for housewives and shit. <laughs> maybe <laughs> the training starts early. <laughs> maybe maybe where you're from, but. Um, uh back home that's why it was it was like just back home I, yeah. that's what i meant so for those who are listening um Mika is from uh 
Syria. Right, Syria. Right. I knew that. I was. I was. I had the country name in my head. It just. It wouldn't. I was like, "Don't say Serbia." I'll just. Oh, I'll just I say it. I was so close to saying Serbia. <laughs> I was like, "Can it be?" No, it's not Sri Lanka. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, and how was like how like if you want to sort of give like a, like a backstory, it's like who you are and what you're doing and all that. We can, we can definitely talk about that. And um, cause you definitely have like an interesting backstory for sure. And uh, we can definitely expand on it and then tie it into like, sort of like what you're doing now and uh, sort of how that sort of also ties into your interests and how we share like some common interests. Cause technically, I mean, for those, how this is like a, con- like a, con- like a continuation of like, uh, the Veganuary sort of talked <laughs> episode last last time with my good friend Alan, but um, because again it is still um, the month of January. Yeah, you know what? Let me just continue to try and talk about this because there, there's also again points and stuff that I didn't really cover last time, and also it's just it's it's unique to get different perspectives uh, from different people. You know, sometimes on different topics too, but also sometimes more importantly, also on the same topic as well. So, of course. Yeah. So, if you want to go ahead and just start us off and um, introduce yourself and uh, give us a little bit of your backstory, that would be great. Uh, backstory, like, okay. Like, you don't have to go into like I don't, full childhood you know, trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was five. Oh god. <laughs> um. I actually don't know what to say because I suck at these. So you can imagine me at a job interviews. But um, so my name is Helena. I'm a University of Toronto student, which kind of takes up most of my identity. <laughs> um, I'm doing a double major in philosophy and mental health studies and a minor in biomedical ethics. Uh, what else? I don't know. I went to Seneca before. That's where I met Dylan. I suck at these, honestly. Uh, no, you're you're doing really good so far. I think that's good. You're de- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm wearing blue pants right now. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, I guess that's where I'll stop for now. Okay. Well, I mean, that that concludes the podcast. Thank you for being a guest on this episode. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> no, but um, I'll put it on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> Co-hosted a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's see. Let's see where that gets you, right? Just like it's just like having it's just like having a certain university degree on your resume. A certain, not gonna give names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, I mean, obviously, yeah, like Helene is from Syria. She, you came here when twenty fourteen. Uh, no, end of December, 2015. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's not too long ago, but, um, no, it's like five years and almost a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So you've had some interesting things happen in the past, obviously because of where you're from, but more importantly, I mean, I feel like, uh, possibly that those are some of the things that have led you to sort of. Uh, maybe go into the things that you are in now. Like, for example, like you possibly it's 
the reason why you're also um, in school and also, I guess, also because why you're uh, vegan. And um, I don't know. So veganism, I'm not really sure if that kind of connects to um, what I went through in Syria. However, I was a vegetarian until I was like 12. Okay. Um, cause so I don't know if, I don't know if like, I don't know what other cultures do this, but back home when they're like, there's a wedding, um, baptism or like such celebrations, they slaughter an animal in front of everyone. And then they serve that animal. It's like in the middle of the street. So when I was about three or four years old, they slaughtered, um, I think it was a lamb. I'm not really sure. Um, but. I did not, I was like, I'm not eating that because my mom was very honest. <laughs> Backstory to that is uh, my brother didn't know where meat came from until he was like a bit older. So she didn't want to make the same mistake with me. So I was like, why are they slaughtering that animal? And I was like, well, we'll eat it later. And I was like, I ain't eating that shit. Um, <laughs> so I was, <laughs> um, so I didn't. And then I, I never, I never ate meat because she never lied to me. She never said like, hey, this isn't meat or whatever. She's like, hey, this is a chicken, this is lamb, this is sheep, whatever. Um, so I never ate that. And she cooked vegetarian for me because, you know, um, dairy isn't scary. <laughs> yeah, we can um, get more into that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I started eating meat around 12 or 13. I'm not really sure when the doctor recommended it. Um, and then actually... Yeah, but um, I, I initially went vegan because of a biology class, actually, not not Syria. Oh, okay. So a biology class was like, so this is what happens, et cetera, et cetera. Was it, was it sort of similar to what um, the kind of um, facts and stuff you would hear in like a documentary? Like, a, for example, like what the hell? Oh, yeah, that documentary. Uh, no, actually, no. So we had to dissect a pig. Okay, yeah. And I was like, I ain't doing that shit either. <laughs> um, like how big? I how, got sorry, how big was that. how big was the pig? Was it like a small little piglet, or was it like? It was a, a, a oh, maybe I should have said piglet. Okay. It was a baby oh. pig. Mm-hmm. It's called a piglet. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, so. Whenever I ate meat before that day was the last day. I don't remember when, but after that day, I didn't touch any. Well, technically, I ate fish because fish comes from trees. Um, but I. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Pine trees, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was like, I can't. And then I started doing research. Where do these piglets come from? And the teacher was like, oh, they're sick. And I'm like, the umbilical cord is on it. <laughs> like, just, um, because she, she said that, oh, they were sick and then they died, um, you know, when like they ate whatever. And I was like, that is just that makes no sense. And then, um, I escalated it to like the point where I had to like sit, I thought that I sat with the principal, um, and I had like a list of questions. I was like, the fuck is going on? But in the same school, actually, now they have a digital system to do that because I wasn't alone. Like that's the next, the the, other, the next semester. Is that what they say? Yeah. For that yeah. The next, whatever. The following semester, that's better. Yeah. Um, the following semester, I had gathered more vegetarian students from like from the high school, like or the school, that sounds dirty, um, from the high school. 
and um, we started like a petition going and um, we didn't see any changes when we were in school. I graduated like three or four years ago, but now they have a digital system where they have purchased a membership with a website where you learn like the digestive system and everything um, online instead of like an online models instead of dissecting an animals. But the problem is some people, if, if students, if there are students who wish to um, dissect an actual animal, they still have that choice. It's just, and I'm like, it's a, it's like a half a step towards the right path, but it's better than nothing for now, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I agree. In fact, I also had to dissect an animal in high school for a biology class, but back then I was like, it, like, it was, was gross, that? but I was still like, like afterwards I was like, hmm, I'm really hungry for some chicken nuggets, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, How old were you? I was seventeen. This is grade eleven. I had expectable. Yeah, it's it's actually expected. Yeah, but I did I to uh, I to dissect a rat. So that was kind of that was kind of gross because it was like it was literally like a rat, like literally like 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 a rat, and you have to like actually like take a scalpel and open it up, and like oh, it was gross. Like even just think it was already something that was. That was associated with something gross, so it didn't yeah, really yeah. affect your food choices. I, I guess, but it was like it was one of those things where it's like you had to do it to sort of like I guess, quote unquote, pass the class. I I think from oh, yeah. from what I remember, there was an alternative assignment, but um, I don't know. I guess I guess also back then too, like this was what two thousand and eleven, so like a lot, just just the majority of people, I guess, consciously weren't entirely like sort of like aware of like cruelty yeah. in, in, in a majority of that sense, you, like in like that. So, yeah, I mean, I guess everyone was like, yeah, cool. We get to dissect the rat. Cool. But even, it was even weirder too, because yeah. um, a lot of, a lot of the kids in my class, we also came from the same middle school and in grade eight, we had to dissect a cow eyeball. <laughs> yeah. So that was, um, that was also gross too, but it was it wasn't as bad because it was just an eyeball. But it was, it was like cow eyeballs are are huge. Um, they are, but they're so adorable. Yeah. I mean, cows, not their eyeballs, yeah. but um, yeah. But I mean, or balls. Yeah. But, no. but I mean, again, like I did not know any better, so I was like, all right, cool, let's get this over and done with. And um, but uh, honestly, it's weird how you brought up dissecting an animal because I guess because of how traumatic it was. Um, I blocked it out of my memory completely and I only remembered it again just now for like literally the, the first time. And I retrieved your memory right now? Yeah, I guess this... What if it's a false memory, Dylan? <laughs> Let's turn this into a therapy session. <laughs> See, this is, this, is why, this is why I'm glad you're going into psychology. <laughs> what does this say about your parents? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I got funny thing is, you know what's funny? I think my mom, she definitely listens to every single episode of this podcast. Oh, hi. <laughs> so, so um, um yeah. I joke a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's I mean she, she she understands like the humor and stuff. She 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 she's not like she's I'm oh oddly enough, I'm actually kind of lucky that I didn't get like those strict typical Indian parents. Right. Where like if I brought home a B plus from school, they'd they'd be like, you know what a B plus stands for? Beatings plus more. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
we didn't have that slogan, but it was accurate at our place. Too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just glad I didn't have like very, very strict parents because, um, man, like I, I didn't, I honestly, like, I didn't do too, too well in school. Like, I, like, I, I was like a B minus average student, you know. That's cool, but our our school is our like the school system is designed for like a standardized what are two types of students like especially those who are more on the creative on the creative side they're not going to do well in school because it's not designed for them it's just crazy yeah i I totally agree with that but um how how has your experience been in school so far compared to like here compared to like back home oh so back home i actually did not do well in school um I mean, if, even though everyone thought that I was doing well, but that's because I'm a perfect liar and a manipulator, apparently. Oh, so you but didn't dissect not, the pig. I'm kidding. <laughs> I did not dissect the pig, no. Oh. <laughs> not not in Canada, but I got a zero on that because they didn't provide me to any alternative. Mm-hmm. But apparently there is a form that you can download on the, I think I think it's PETA's website and it's accepted in schools in Canada that you can just bring it over and be like, hey, I'm not doing this. And they'll have to create, like, they'll have to accommodate. Oh, wow. I didn't know that then. Um, and I was like, at least Peter's doing something good instead of just shaming people. <laughs> <laughs> but no offense, y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think anyone from... I'm a comedian, so right Yeah, now. <laughs> I don't think anyone from Peter is going to listen to this podcast and be like, we better stop the production of this because they're going off the rails <laughs> and they're ruining our image. <laughs> <laughs> you two are vegan. You're just pretending exactly. to be. <laughs> Of course, yeah. That's why I just mentioned chicken nuggets. Um, exactly. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, back home you didn't do too well. No, I didn't do too well. But I so here's the thing: I don't, um, I, I don't learn the same way. I'll just I'll have to give context first. So back home, how the tests are: you have to learn something word for word, and then you have to reproduce it in an exam. Even with punctuation, which so is to, really annoying. So you have to reproduce it word for word? You can't even put it into your own words? No, which is amazing for students who are being um, flags for plagiarism in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, but this is what I was taught to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so confusing. Um, but yeah, so, and I'm not good at remembering things word for word, which is not our story. Um so yeah, you can't use your own words and that's just something, it's just an environment that I couldn't uh, flourish, let's say. There was just no creativity, basically. You just have to learn it, memorize it, reproduce it. And that was pretty much it. Um, the only thing that was really good, back, or like better than here, is math and certain types of sciences. So with math, for example, we learn how to solve each problem like five or six different ways. And our, so like the exams, you kind of grade yourself, uh, not, not, I'll just explain that. Um, so you solve a problem and then they also give you another formula to check and see whether the answer that you, the number that you got is correct. So that way you leave that you know whether you did well or not. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that, that's actually, I think that's actually a really, um, I think, I think that's a better way of approaching things because I feel like here with the schooling system, it's like, it's like one way and that's kind of basically it, Yeah. you know, like yeah. for example, I remember getting like um, questions right on certain math tests 
And I got and I got it wrong because I, I would even have the teacher write like a note saying, you got the right answer, but you didn't use the right formula. So therefore you got the entire question wrong. Uh, and I was like, well, fuck. Like, that's yeah. annoying. Like at least partial marks, man. No, there were times where I wouldn't get partial marks. Yeah. And honestly, I hate how it depends on the kind of teacher. Oh, like, yeah. A teacher can be nice and be like, well, yeah, you tried. So here, here's like half a point. Another teacher would be like, no, fuck you. Like you get zero points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. See, I don't do that to my students. I'm, I'm a good one. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, here, free marks. Um, no, not free marks. But um, yeah. And also, so for those who are listening too, um, Helena is also a TA as well. So that's why she uh, just said she doesn't do anything cruel to her students. And um, yeah, I don't just randomly grade papers online. <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty weird if you did, but I mean, I understand, you know, with all the free time everyone has, you know, today that you would... What's free time, bro? Well, I mean, <laughs> What's up? Yeah, well, I mean for you, there's like no free time. Yeah, ghosts. well, because you're also in school and being a TA, just you have barely any time, which is again, why I'm saying uh, even more thank you for um, being on this episode. I know, you know, taking... Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, I mean... It's, I've been wanting to have you on for a while, but um, we finally got it through, and uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm able to catch yeah. you now, um, as opposed to maybe at another busier time. You know. Oh yeah, I'll be like, I'm. I'm here to rent. <laughs> I mean, you definitely could. You can definitely come on to the, come on to this podcast at another time <laughs> and start ranting. I would totally like entertain that and be open to it. In fact, you know what? People would probably even enjoy that because they can relate to it because there's a lot of people who are, again, like according to the analytics of Anchor, a lot of my listeners are from the ages of like 23 to like 28, sometimes even like 19 to 22. So like I have a lot of listeners who are young and they're probably most likely in school. So they can probably most definitely relate to all your rants and raves about school, etc. Great. I'll come back after my TA contract's over and talk about teaching. <laughs> Deal. Just to make sure I don't get fired. <laughs> Deal. Deal. Or rehired. Yeah. But um, school. So you're in. What, what was it? You're in. You're in a university for again. Uh, I am doing a double major in philosophy and mental health studies, and a minor in biomedical ethics. Okay. Okay. So. How how has that been going for you so far? And um, it's been going without. Okay, me. well, <laughs> that definitely answers my question. Um, You're welcome. Um, yeah, but then how would you sort of compare that in contrast comparison to what it was like at Seneca? Oh well, Seneca was a joke to me. I mean, not the school that was a joke, but then the um, it was kind of easy for me to get through because I did most if not all of my work last minute and I was able to produce um you know quality work and get really good grades and manage to finish with high honors but it's just the um there are two things at play there so one is as I said like we have more room for creativity at Mm post-secondary and that's kind of um my niche I guess um but the other thing is at Seneca there is no Oh yeah, that's not, and eh, whatever. Um, they don't have like a, uh, they don't care how many people get A's or B's. So they, they don't curve marks down. So it was easier to do well in like compared to university. Right. 
so that's kind of the, the difference. But um, other than that, I had like more, I had a better relationship with professors from Seneca that I'm still in touch with here. Uh, not here like right now, but I'm still in touch with until today. But that relationship doesn't really exist in university, maybe because um, I've only taken like one semester in person and then pandemic started. <laughs> right. Um, so that may be a reason why. But um, yeah, definitely more work, more assignments. Um, but we're, we'll get it through. <laughs> I have no choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> as long as you're like like focused and um, you know doing your thing, and you, you're um, you know attending what your online Zoom classes. My online Zoom classes, <laughs> BB Collaborate, technically, but Zoom is easier. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, what about you? Are no, you? no, I think you, I'm, you? I'm yeah? done okay. and uh, Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And, uh, so <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny because I actually told like my parents, I was like, like, I'm going to be done this year come April. And then I'm going to take the rest of the year off to do what I want to do. But the funny thing is I spoke to them about mm-hmm. that in like, in like February. So like before everything kind of went to shit last year. So I was like, well, I have all this free time, <laughs> sort of use it all up. And like now we're now we're in a new year and I'm like, well, what do I what do I do? Like what what direction what direction do I go? Because I mean I, I can continue technically doing music and podcasting. But like how mm-hmm. how how far is it gonna go? How you know, like how do I grow with this? How do I evolve? How do I actually like like you know professionally present it to someone uh present it to someone and say like this is what I do. Can you, can you get me a job? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, please pay me. Exactly. Right. So (laughs) it's, uh, it's one of the, I feel like, sorry, no, no, you you go first, go first. I was just going to say, I feel like the, the field that you're currently in is just, is just like a one thing like Eminem says, like one shot that'll get you. Over you just top. make an Eminem reference, but, but not. <laughs> I specifically said Eminem. Yeah. I quoted him <laughs> um, to like put you over the top. Uh, but you just have to, you know, wait for these little shots. And if they don't come, just you know, take a shot of tequila in the meantime. I guess. No, don't water. Yeah, yeah. Water. Yeah, water. water. I mean, <laughs> orange yeah, juice. Yeah. So for those for those who are listening too. Um, uh, Helena's sober and so am I, which is odd. Um, yes, we're both sober. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like we would be the types to be sober, especially considering that, especially considering that, um, she's in school and, um, <laughs> has 60 ex- students. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of fucking students, man. Uh, I make them drop yeah. us off. You make them drink. I'm like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Someone called me an asshole. Are you serious? <laughs> one of one of the students. I don't know if this is this has to go. Actually, no, really. It's a public group, so they just said that like the TAs were assholes, and I was like, "Oh, asshole, Helena, at your service. <laughs> Thank you." Well, flattered. I, <laughs> I mean, each student is going to have their own opinions about things, and I feel like more more students, especially now, are going to feel a little bit. Um, I want to say alienated from school because again, it's like 
their whole notion of school itself while growing up is you go to a, you go to another place to learn and, and interact and engage with different people. But now they're sort of doing it from home. And it's just, it's, it's something that's yeah. just been sort of like flipped upside down for a lot of people. And it's something that's just so brand new and just like, it's, it's different. So a lot of people are, again, like I can understand kind of, you know, the frustration of certain students and certain teachers and TAs, et cetera, you know? Yeah. But I think we're just trying to make the best of the situation, which, yeah. you know, some people aren't helping, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, honestly, like I, I don't think anyone was prepared for this at all. Like literally like no one, no, not, not one single person, not one institution, none of that. Yeah, I mean, I've lived in lockdowns before, but not a pandemic. Oh, damn! <laughs> if that's where you want, I mean, go. we could definitely go there. We've got we've got quite some time to cover. No, we're we were gonna talk about me. Oh Mary. yes, yes. Okay, so with oh yeah, that's yeah. topic. <laughs> right, we just we just really went we just really went to different places. Uh, but just just to sort of just I I right? told you yeah I, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, just to sort of track back, um, we're both sober. Helena's obviously been uh, sober for a lot longer. Um, yeah, let's start competing now. <laughs> but, Actually, we should set a. I mean, we can't really set a date, but maybe we can set a like a competition starting today. Let's see who'll give in first. Okay. All right. Starting now. Starting today, and today is January fifteenth, two thousand and twenty-one. Yes, and all of y'all are witnesses or like I don't know, earnesses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I love that pun. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man. But um yeah. Okay. So, Whoever loses first, what happens? I don't know, man. I guess uh you want to make a bet of like fifty bucks? Or like that's not I'll pay you fifty and go to LCBO right now. Like that's not <laughs> or like <laughs> not I don't know, like what, like let's let's set up like a like a like a like I don't know, like a big sum of money and then whoever loses has to donate that to like some kind of like charity or whatever. Yeah, but that's a good thing. That's not really a punishment now nowadays. I'll I'll be like I drank so I oh, can get wow. the charity. Oh wow! Okay, it's, you're you're for a good cause. Okay, so you're that. So you're you're that person. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Okay. okay here's the thing. Whoever yeah. loses has to tell a very big um, secret to um their one of their parents. What? Like a secret that'll get them in trouble. I think see maybe, the thing, I think you know. all my like my both my parents they they know all the bad shit that I used to do like I have nothing to hide anymore pretty much. Why the fuck do you have with parents? Like why? I don't know man like it's it's, <laughs> it's just, it makes my life harder. <laughs> such a it's like you know such a good human raised well and I'm like no what can I do here? I again like I said I got lucky with the kind of parents that I, <laughs> even like my brother too like my brother's not like the worst brother ever like he's um he's a good he's a good person um again like i love i didn't know yeah, i have an older brother he's older than me by like two years ish yeah cool. so, yeah any other siblings you haven't <laughs> told me about <laughs> nope it's just me and my brother i'm the youngest and uh yeah 
quick question. Do you still have a copy of the letter that was put on your door? Oh, or, yeah. I, I still have I still have I still have the now? letter in the package, but obviously <laughs> if you saw my recent drum cover. And for those listening to I do drum covers on YouTube, so definitely check that out. Um check that out. They're awesome. Like thank awesome. you, thank you. I, yeah, and again, Helena's been supporting since uh since day one too. Um yes, I posted for my 40 followers. <laughs> But um, but yeah. So I ripped up that note saying "make white noise" video. But again, I saw the letter entirely and the package of the complaint. Do you still don't know nope. who, who? I know who, who it was. It, right? Yeah, I figured okay. it out. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, you know. Oh damn, Why? that's not working. Actually, you know what? It's never mind. We'll just we'll think of something later. But because it's. it's yeah, I just, you know, it's not, you don't have like big of a dark side that I know of to be able to come up with like a big enough dream oh, or punishment. Oh, well, I mean, here's the thing. I did talk about this with my cousin over Instagram. Um, today is his birthday, actually, oddly enough. Happy, bur- happy, happy birthday, birthday Prashan. Dylan's cousin. Um, happy birthday, uh, Prashan. Anyway. <laughs> we love you. We miss you. Come back to us. Well, he- <laughs> haven't seen you in a while. Well, he lives. He lives in. He lives in London, England. So, um, come he, back. He can't come back. He's never from here. <laughs> like, like Rose said to Jack. Oh, <laughs> uh, are we? Are we? Are any of us from here? Anyway, okay, yeah. I'll stop. Um, that. But okay. anyway, so yeah, I was talking to him about this on Instagram, and he he said he said you should leave a broken drumstick on his doorstep. And I took it a bit further by saying I should leave a bloody drumstick on his doorstep. And then he was like, no, 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 that, that's, that's too far, man. That's, 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 that's a bit much. And I thought about it and I was like, not, not really. I mean, yeah. Think about it. It's like, imagine, imagine if someone left a finger on your doorstep. It's like the same thing. I don't really have to imagine, but okay, yeah. sure. Well, there you go. I lived yeah, in a live- war zone, Dylan. You don't really. I mean, that would just naturally happen. <laughs> just like a bomb explodes. Yeah, like, who, and like, then yeah. someone's foot hits your door. It's like, whose foot is this? <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, that's just so bad that we're joking about it, but I feel like just like. I- <laughs> You gotta joke about it to get through. Yeah, Otherwise, you I can't. Mean, is, like, I mean, there's something about finding humor in in almost everything that just, you know, I, I feel I feel like it's 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 good for you to some extent. Obviously, don't find humor in everything all yeah. the time, right? Because you know. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It, it it works both ways. Like it it definitely gives you the tools to cope with something until you're out of the situation. But the problem is not the problem, but the problem becomes when you actually cannot deal with it even after you're out of that situation kind of your jokes and humor lets leaves you stuck in that place sort of okay let's change the subject because i'm gonna get too deep <laughs> yeah like you can't sort of move on from it i, I totally understand that um but yeah we're both sober we're both vegan um going back to the whole vegan thing um in terms of in terms of yes in terms of like the whole thing. like pandemic thing I, I actually want to hear your thoughts on this because mm-hmm. I've, I've discussed this last episode too. And um, I've said this where I, 
actually haven't listened to it. Okay, well, it's fine. I mean, you, you can definitely listen to it and then, you know, <laughs> probably listen to this one. Or what? I mean, there's no specific order for these episodes, right? Again, because they're all different. Yeah, that's a, that's a well, cool thanks. part, actually. And um, so, yeah, I did say this last episode where um, I said that the, like, the reason we're going through a pandemic is, again, because um, we live in a world where not everyone is vegan, obviously. And so because of that, because of all these major factory farms, because of these wet markets, et cetera, et cetera, um, the various diseases mm-hmm. and stuff do come from animals. And because we're not very um, hygienic when it comes to treating these animals and storing them and killing them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, good job at yeah. publishing that. <laughs> that. You know, that's, that's, how, that's how diseases spread. So I feel, like, I feel like in order to prevent another pandemic to happen, the world definitely needs to wake up to the idea of the fact that, you know, we do need to sort of make not, not a major change, but a, a good enough change in our diets where we understand that, you know, currently the way we're going, it's, it's not good at all. Not good for not just an individual person, but for the entire collective of not just humans, but just for everyone who shares this planet with us. Yeah, but okay, so here's the thing. I somewhat agree and disagree okay. with that, but not 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 for all the reasons one would think of. Um, so I have like a lot of conflicting views and have been having more conflicting views as I you know study and learn more theories and philosophy, for example, in ethics. Um but with with Zonic, so there were I read a few studies that said that there, even if we did not eat animals, certain diseases would have transferred just because we live together, would have transferred to us just because we live together. Um, I can't trace back the, I mean, maybe I'll try to find it and send it to you later. Um, but so that, that kind of made me, okay, yeah, like, sure, if we didn't eat certain animals, we wouldn't have the diseases that they, that they give us. But at the same time, there are like all these resources and scientific data that suggests um, like, hey, we would have had this even if we didn't eat them because we live together. So um, we live together because, you know, I live like with five chickens and six cows. <laughs> well, that's um, also because of humans, <laughs> humans like are like we're, we're animals as well. Right. So exactly. Exactly. But I think a lot of people oh, forget yeah. that. <laughs> They're like, no, we're not. We come from trees, just like fish do. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. He's like, you said that joke in the first place and I never got it, but I only laughed at the absurdity of visualizing a fish just like growing out of a tree and like a bunch of other fish just next to it, just like blooming in the springtime. And people going, hmm, let's go fish picking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have like parks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like you smell that air in the springtime. Smells like fish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. delicious! <clears throat> delicious yeah. smell. Oh gosh! Oh no! I don't like the smell actually. Anyway. Um, <laughs> No, that actually comes from a meme that says, "Oh, you're vegetarian, but you eat fish. Tell me again, which tree, uh, which tree oh. fish grow on?" <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> that's where it comes from. Okay, but yeah, 
Yeah, so that's one part. And then another part is, so when you make that argument saying like, hey, we're not really, you know, we're not leaving, the animals aren't clean, factory farms aren't like in a perfect condition, blah, blah, blah. When that's the argument that you're basing your, uh, well, that's the premise that you're basing your argument on, then one can say, well, uh, for, for example, back home, animals are, do live on free farms. They don't really have factory farms. Um, I'm, I'm talking about Syria. We don't really have factory farms. Um, animals live freely <laughs> and they're part of the family, but not the kind of the family that gets slaughtered, the kind of the family that gets, do get slaughtered. Um, but I mean, they, some people also murder their daughters for honor killing, but that's a different story. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> what? But I digress. <laughs> oh Jesus, you just opened a whole other can of worms. Oh my god! This I'm definitely going to click the censor button on this podcast when I publish it, which is what I have done for every single episode, but it's never gotten this dark. Oh my god! I told you I get really dark I mean, really that's... fast, and then I go back to my <laughs> just casually talking about a printer. I don't or know. Trees. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh yeah that that's that, that's a good thing though but um let's just sort of skip past what you just said and sort of refocus on so so you said like back yeah so you said the back animal. home like the animals are sort of treated a bit more cleaner they're cleaner they're treated better but it, it also has the like i don't know if you know um i don't know if you know the halal standards for uh, like um it's it's in islam so the animal has should not see another animal being slaughtered animals should not see blood before being slaughtered the animal should be clean should not, the animal should be fed um and should not be thirsty you know unlike the unlike whatever we mm-hmm. see here um and then the animal should not be slaughtered unless the animal is, is calm so so for example like we see I don't know if you've ever been to factory farms or watched videos. So you see a lot of um, cows specifically because they know what's going to happen. Yeah. They're in distress, but they're they're like slaughtered or um, shot anyway. And that's not the case back home. So you have to calm them down first. How do you calm it then, down? Do you, how do you calm an animal? Um, do you just be like, hey, here, I'm smoke t- this joint? Like, <laughs> or do you like give him? Do you, do you like give him like a? Do you give him like a bit of like a, like your hookah? Zanax. Like shisha? Like here you go. <laughs> No. It's, it's apple. Okay, it's apple um, flavor. You know, <laughs> you except except I'm sure back home you don't say apple. You say apple. Apple. It's like what flavor is this pork? Oh, you mean the bork? It's apple flavored bork. <laughs> It's haram, excuse me. But that was a rhetoric. That was a rhetoric um, question. So, I know, like people have their own ways of calming down an animal. Usually, with it involves like a. It's mostly what? hug. Sorry? I know you were not expecting. It's usually involves. Oh, hugging. I thought it meant. I thought it involves usually like a bottle of olive oil. I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, but <laughs> okay, so you calm, so you calm down uh, the animal, so, and then you're like, "All right, 
I'm an animal, and then yeah, I'm talking as if I'm like pro all of this happening. I'm like, yeah, I support it because it's doing they're doing it right. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just giving a yeah. different perspective yeah. right now. Just just I'm giving this perspective because when someone talks about veganism, they kind of fail to factor in what goes on in, yep, in other cultures and culture definitely doesn't doesn't dictate yeah. morality but i'm just saying that the premises that most of us use to quote-unquote preach veganism is just oh, western based and it also doesn't apply doesn't apply to a lot of indigenous people who oh, live for here. sure especially the, the um, like the so, native i mean sorry yeah, we'll live people with especially them. yeah especially <laughs> like the native people in like the north, the north of Canada, like they don't have any, barely have any vegetation. So can you can you preach a vegan diet to yeah. them? No. So that's one, and then another. Whatever we're saying now yeah. doesn't apply to them. You know, whether it's not treating an animal nicely when they're alive, or not feeding it, or whatever it is the case, it doesn't apply to them. So I like, I'm obviously still vegan because I still do believe that we should not unnecessarily kill these animals. But I just think that we need to come up with better premises to support our arguments that you should not eat animals. And it, it only gets this tricky when we're talking yeah. about food. Like otherwise, like testing on animals, um, it gets tricky when we are talking about medicine, but then the cosmetics, most people agree, but they still buy yeah. <laughs> things that are tested on animals. Um, you know, clothing is the same, but then when we're talking about food and the medical testing on animals, that that's when that's where things start to get a little tricky and like hard. Yeah, to because get out I mean, of. again, like you said just now, like it, there's different cultures around the world. There's different uh, sort of ways of living, and one group of people might see, um, you know, consuming animals as like the right thing to do. And again, like oh, you and I are both, again, not trying to say that the entire world, like literally every single person should go vegan. Right. And um, we're just sort of, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just, like, I think we're, what we're both trying to say is like a majority of people should consider it or at least try it or at least, you know, like mostly eliminate the consumption of meat and dairy. Because again, it's, um, it, it, it affects does. everyone. Yeah, yeah. I, I think just it, 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 it's also tricky when you say that to someone. When you say like, "Hey, we should at least try it," because um, a lot of people are like, "Oh, vegan is just a diet, right?" And I'm like, "It's not a diet. Mm -hmm. Plant based is a diet. Veganism is a lifestyle. You can stop wearing fur. You can stop consuming this or that. You know, even if you cannot eliminate animal products from your diet for whatever reason." Um, there are a lot of things that you can do that you're just yeah. not doing. You know, it's just like there are a lot yeah. of steps you can take. And uh, the, the, the odd thing, know. though, I find is that even though that there are technically some alternatives, for example, like, for example, in, term, in terms of like food and diet, like mm -hmm. um, there are a number of people that actually have a soy allergy. So they can't really entirely eat like those those fake meats. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? And then also exactly. I find that when it comes yeah so and when it comes to fashion as well even in the cow they eat <laughs> exactly that that because cows eat like 80 percent exactly of the you know, soy. it's also probably smoking a soy flavored hookah <laughs> i don't know what? It's, it's probably how it, yeah with that <laughs> That's a Western Arab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it has stocks in an oil company. Um. <laughs>
<laughs> but um, again, even even with like even with like um with like fashion, for example, people want to say, what's the alternative to leather? People, a, a huge majority of people say, well, yeah, leather. leather. But um, I find a majority of people say like the fake leather, like the like the fake leather you would find at like those like those everyday fast fashion stores. And even that, that, but that well, is yeah, bad. That, too. that is absolutely hor- horrible for not just like cons- like consumption. Well, I mean, it doesn't really affect you when you, when you buy a pair of shoes and you wear it. Like in terms of how it's made, like what the true cost of that is, right? You're yes, talking the about leather. the fake leather. No, like not the, not the, fake, fake, not the fake vegan leather. Like just don't... like the fake leather, um, like the synthetic kind of leather. Like for example, like like for example, like you go into like a fast fashion store or whatever, and you buy like a like a leather pair of shoes for like fifteen bucks. Was the very cheap synth. Then how long have you been friends for? <laughs> Do I look like a fashion well, no, fashionable person? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll explain a bit more. <clears throat> you know, just what, what? Why? Why is fake? I honestly don't know. Why is fake letter worse? Like the synthetic worse? So what, basically, what how it like it's it's the whole process of how it's made. Um, in terms of like all the chemicals that are used, obviously, um, but- like all the chemicals mm-hmm. and stuff that's used to make it in these foreign countries. All, like it's again it's 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 the runoff that comes oh. off of it and all that goes into like the water supply and also into the crops and then it causes a bunch of birth defects and cancers yeah. and a lot of young children um so again for those who are listening and also yeah so Actually, for those who are listening and for you as well helena i would highly recommend watching the documentary hopefully it's still on netflix but i'm pretty sure you can find it somewhere on the internet the documentary is called the true cost. I'm going to see, I'm going to put it yeah. on my watch list. And so like with the whole documentary, the whole premise of it is like, it basically sort of explains the true cost of uh, mostly like fast fashion retail or just fast, the whole fast fashion mm-hmm. industry. And um, it speaks about like how it's not the best for our environment and also not the best entirely for for the people in those locations um, and also the people who work in those factories, et cetera, et cetera. Because um, again, it, it's, yeah. sort of, it's sort of low-key exploitation just, to a certain degree and certain extent, you know? Yeah. We just live in a world that even when you're trying to do the right thing, you're still going to indirectly exactly. harm, and, harm someone. And it's just a matter of being conscious enough to try to minimize it as much as possible because eliminating is Oh, 100%. And the whole thing about, too, is like living in today's world, you can't be a perfect person entirely, especially even if, even if you really try nope. to be. Everything does come at a cost. And even, let's say, you do live a perfect life now and then you know, 50 years from now, you pass away. And then let's say in another 200 years, um, humans sort of look back and they view this year through like their history. So, yeah, through, like, like their history classes. Everyone living today will become, you know, seen as like, you know, like, like a savage or like someone that was never in the rights when they were like in today's terms, like we're trying to do the right thing. But history turns everyone into a bigot, you know? So to some degree, yeah. or to, to a varying degree, but uh, but yeah. Uh, beautiful, beautiful times. I mean, some people do that now, even within our own movement. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't expect. 
I expect a lot of things from the future yeah. generations at this point. I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's, that's kind of what I look forward to <laughs> to some extent. Like I look forward to like getting older and seeing how like people just look back on not just like you know like the 90s when I was like a kid and like the early 2000s and the 2010s, but also like even last year, 2020, like, I wonder how people are going to look back on it and reflect and say, you know what, like things happened and somehow. Y'all didn't handle it well. I mean, for for some people, they they did handle it well. Some countries handled it extremely well. As well as they could. Not so much. But most countries, okay, not us. Not our neighbors, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> just uh... it's uh, it's it's been um, it's been one of those like wild roller coaster rides for everyone. But um, I I don't even know how to explain it. Like this, I like I've talked about it too with like a bunch of other friends and stuff too, and like we we kind of we both feel like this could have been something that could have that we could have easily recovered from. Um, Are you talking the about pandemic, the disease or the pandemic? But um, okay. because nothing was entirely too precise, and um, all that, it's just like that—that's kind of the reason why we're in the situation that we are now. And so, again, so for those who are listening, uh, we both live in Toronto, and I think yesterday, yesterday, um, our our provincial government sort of issued a what was it? Quote unquote state of emergency. <laughs> it's a fastest yeah. way of saying lockdown. It's 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 lockdown <laughs> but rebranded. I saw Oh yeah, did you see that? You need you need to send that to me. You need to you need to send that. Oh my god. I will. That was fucking hilarious. I will. Like well, like you could do whatever you want, do whatever to control yeah. you. The government, ha ha ha. It's just <laughs> It's just so much flip flopping. Like if, like if this is what my guest Alan said last last episode. If we're gonna shut down, shut it down, you know, and then have that shut down for like, yeah, like maybe a month, a month maximum, and then have everything sort of slowly open up. You know? Yeah, but I mean, I think they did a major. Um, I mean, they just opened up really quickly in Toronto. Um, like in a the few summer, months ago. right? Um, and then we went back to lockdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we went back to lockdown in November. Um, but it's just when uh, when Doc Ford was talking. Wait, do you have to say anything before his name or something? I don't know. I don't. I mean, he's the premier, but I mean, do have... we have to properly address him as a premier? I don't really think so. It's, it's not like it's it's not like it's royalty. I don't know. Doug- yeah, so Douglas <laughs> was like talking. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sorry, but Douglas doesn't, doesn't Douglas sound like a guy who who would sell you a hookah? Isn't he? Doesn't he look like a guy who would sell I you a hookah? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe his brother too. I don't know. Rest in peace, uh, Rob Ford. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, so Douglas was saying. Sorry. 
Yeah, so Douglas, I think someone was asking about like a total, um, not a lockdown. Wait, what did Quebec have? What is it called here? Um, like you okay. can't, a curfew, sorry. Yeah, you cannot, no one can go out. I think it's yeah. 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. No one can go out, no one can do anything, whatever. And then he's like, oh, I don't believe in that. I can't do that. Um, I wouldn't do that. I can't, I don't believe in that. And I just believe in the people. And I was like, this is the same people you've lived in for yeah. a year and a half and they haven't yeah, listened I mean, to you. Same, yeah, at the same time, I, I can kind Brother. of agree with them to an extent. <laughs> because, I mean, if you, like, logically for me, okay, this might not apply to everyone, but logically <laughs> for me, like, how, how do you tell us to stay inside for at night like does the virus go to sleep <laughs> it's not, that's not why it is so here's the thing the what i think i think just like my, my hypothesis the idea behind it is so most people work in the morning especially since places don't don't open overnight so when you're done working you go home you change and then you go out to hang out with friends but you can't mm. do that with a curfew anymore and that's when, you know, like with work, you have to work. You have no other choice because you obviously have to live because, you know, you can't get paid otherwise. Um, but without that, you don't really have to go out with your friends. So he can't really minimize. You can't be, he can't be like, oh, there's a curfew. You cannot go out like 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., you know, like a nine to five <laughs> job with coronavirus, right? So he can't do that because people have to go out and work because not a lot of people can work from home. Um, I mean, not all people, but, you know, after your shift is ended, then you can't really go out and hang out and just do whatever you want. And then he's just taking a chance with the morning people, I guess. That's like the most logical explanation to me, at least, for the ones who are implementing like, you know, a 6 p.m. curfew until like mm -hmm. 5 or 6 a.m. Have you sort of talked about this more so in your classes in terms of like from like a from like a psychology perspective? Um, no, actually, we haven't talked. We haven't addressed any Pivoting pandemic related because most of I mean most of my classes are um, cognitive and or behavioral neuroscience based, so this doesn't really factor in. I mean, there's a really cool study going on. They're testing, they're scanning the brains of um, thirty thousand or three hundred. I'm not really sure. Um, in thirty hundred was, I don't know. I, I don't remember the zeros, but anyway, um, individuals who before and after. Sorry, those who tested positive for COVID nineteen and those who didn't, um, and then they're going to see what like oh, structural cool. changes. Oh, so they haven't so really, they haven't cool, really found anything. They won't be. That, that's not going to be in the books. Oh. Okay. They haven't tested it yet. That they're going to. This is just a. It's a new study, so it will be in the books like in a few years, <laughs> but it's not. It's nothing that I'll hmm. be learning in school right now. Just because it's not really. But in one of my classes. Um, there so in my uh one of my uh, biotics classes one of the topics is vaccination and then there's also a talk about pandemic so i think and it's like a change syllabus so they specifically address it for this so mm. i guess that'll be fun now in terms of like diseases and, and um everything else have you in terms of your in terms of your classes too have you ever heard of any sort of diseases or any sort of illnesses that have sort of changed this the brain structure or the uh wiring quote unquote of of the human brain has that ever happened before okay dementia yeah, that one i forgot about <laughs> yeah it's funny how i forgot you'll about like, that <laughs> you'll, you'll be like <laughs> 
So you have dementia, you have childhood trauma. No, um, I mean like I mean like disease, like diseases, trauma, like 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 a sickness. Okay. Actually, no. I mean, I have it. Like schizophrenia does, um, ADHD does. Hello. Um, <laughs> um, a bipolar disorder does. Um, but it, it, it bipolar more so changes the number of a certain neurons that you have more so more than the structure, actual structure. Um, PTSD does PTSD, um, pre, uh, decreases the size of the hippocampus. Um, but actually I shouldn't say that, um, there's a, <laughs> there's an association between the decreased size of hippocampus and PTSD. We just don't know what causes what first. Like we don't know whether PTSD is making funds go smaller or whether those who have smaller hippocampus um, are at an increased um, likelihood to develop PTSD. That's like really cool. Um, multiple sclerosis. I think I think these kind of no. That's uh, is that that's, enough? Enough enough diagnosis that, that, for you? That's, that's plenty. <laughs> um, that's more than. <laughs> yeah you're like i, I mean, forgot it's, it's what i asked but sure refreshing and jogging my memory <laughs> of like being in the psychology classes at seneca for the liberal arts program oh uh, yes who did you think oh maybe i should uh, i mean I could, I don't yeah know but i mean i'm pretty sure we had the same like we did i remember we did talk about this we did have the same one of the same professors um she she was good she was good oh i know she Oh wait, she? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I had a he, he and then a, and then a, and then a she. Um, yeah. Wow, I mean, you're um, evolving. Taking on take. Taking on that both genders. Spectrum? Oh. Um, but yeah, with like psychology, that that was that was really cool. Um, but actually, while while we're quick, while we're on that note, not not on the note of psychology, but the note of um, college. So at the beginning of this episode, I did say we would sort of explain how we met <laughs> oh yes okay i'll tell the email part and then you tell the other part because i don't remember oh, okay, the other yes, part the yes, test okay, part yeah so yeah you go first <laughs> okay so um my two friends and myself we started a liberal arts club um it was like an academic club for school um academic because we didn't <laughs> do anything fun really um but anyway <laughs> we all did like two fun things but um so we sent out an email to like the entire section of the liberal arts program, which both uh, Dylan and I, I was going to give a different name by accident, but Dylan and I are a part of, <laughs> were a part of. And yeah, and so I was like, hey, please, I was a secretary and I was like, hey, please send me any dietary restrictions you have. And I obviously would focus on that because we were having an event and I love focusing on dietary restrictions because um, I love to eat and I also have um, you know, I'm, I'm obviously I'm vegan, so and I usually can't find food other than hummus and carrots. <laughs> and I'm like, I've had too much no. of that going back. Um, so Dylan, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like that. That's what Breakfast, I eat for dinner. like all the time. Welcome, welcome to Syria. We got hummus <laughs> yeah, exactly. and carrots. <laughs> that's what I was explaining. <laughs> yeah. The the, the yeah. vegetable carrot, just to clarify. <laughs> anyway, I forgot your mom consisted of blood <laughs> oh gosh anyway um so i think so dylan emails me saying hey i'm i'll be attending and oh also as for the restrictions i'm vegan and then in parentheses it says how do you know if someone's a vegan they'll tell you haha and i'm like thanks for laughing at your own joke i don't know if you said haha but that actually made me laugh out loud but then he didn't I, show I up didn't? <laughs> 
you didn't show up for the event because I was I hadn't met any other vegans in school and I was like I need a vegan friend because I I don't you know I need someone to eat with so I emailed him, I emailed you back and I was like hey were you at the event oh, and you're like no sorry yeah yeah this something is, came this up is years, this is years ago so yeah you stood me <laughs> up years ago this is what 2018 yeah I should have passed um, up today <laughs> I will not forget yeah, you don't forget but you're like uh, and then as soon as I invite you to be on a podcast you're like yes. <laughs> Just because I'm a good friend, I'm like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll accept that roast. Oh. I'm joking. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Imagine, imagine if there's like a concert that you buy a ticket, you don't go, and then the the, the people like the coach or whatever buy what tickets, but I'm contacting and be like, ah, you stood me up. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of that's kind of. Um, how I generally sort of introduce myself to like um, other sort of vegans, plant-based diet people, if in like in sort of like a in sort of like a professional setting, I'd say like <laughs> with emails, like I try and be like not as robotic as most people are. Um, but yeah, that was that was a long time ago. And then, and then actually later, a few months later, we had finals in December. And, um, I remember, I remember like we, we, we tried not just you and I, but like we tried, or you mostly, you tried to organize like a, like a, like a vegan club at Seneca, but somehow that never. I had a vegan club. We had, but I mean, we had, but we never really had any events because we were never on the same page. We were three people, but only both of us were on the same page. The third person would just disappear, and they would need like the signature and enrollment of all three people to actually fund anything. And we're not, we're not being out of pocket. but we just had like a newsletter thingy that we sent out. Um, I think every month, and you sent us like a few. The, uh, um, oh, a few I documentaries. Did? I got actually. To I don't even add. remember that. Yeah, yeah. You sent like a few like term and resources to be like, hey, I saw this, and I thought you know you would want to include it to the. Hmm. I guess maybe that was just like my um, one of those old habits. I uh, maybe possibly, but Your one apology? of those old. <laughs> okay. I've literally said sorry here. like a million <laughs> times. You did. I didn't hear you. <laughs> I thought you were just being Canadian. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you know, I'll, I'll take that because I've 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 talked enough about Syria. I've said enough things. Said enough things about your halal practices and your hookahs and your apples. <laughs> you offended my carrots <laughs> and all that. Um, but um <laughs> yeah i mean that, that was and yeah. then so we, we had, had a final, final exam, exam in, in december, december. <laughs> i well i missed one of my exams because i got really sick and so i had to go you know go to the doctors get a doctor's notes um email my professor it was it was the history the hum exam mm-hmm. what did you have for you hum? know okay we'll not give names later okay anyway. the, the, the old guy uh, oh. <laughs> i don't want i don't know how else to describe him <laughs> <laughs> How dare you offend well, one I mean, of the loves is... of my life? <laughs> He's actually not serious? that old. Is, uh, he just looks uh, old. 
he's he's child is younger than us. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Why why You're does like, he why buddy. does he look like he's in like his sixties, seventies? Oh, you don't why do you look like I'm thirty-three? I don't know. You don't we look like do. you're thirty-three at all. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I was gonna okay, say thirty-one. But... Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what thirty-one means? Okay. I'll um, but yeah, so we had we I'm had sure. I had to make up an exam, and um, it was in it was in oddly enough Helena's Spanish class, which she was also going going through an exam, and. Um, I love how yeah. you say going like, through no, like, like you guys suffering. Were. Or at least or at least one one of your classmates, one of your classmates, I don't know if, I don't know if he was one of those guys where he just wasn't prepared enough, but I guess he came late and stuff. And like this dude looked like so distressed and so disgruntled and whatever. And like he came in, he was he came so the whole classroom setting is as soon as you enter the classroom, it's 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 kind of like a horizontal classroom where the one of the doors is literally on like the left side. So it's like you have like an entire horizontal length of a classroom to sort mm-hmm. of go through and pick a seat to sit down. So literally as soon as I enter, Helena's literally right there by the door. I don't know why she likes to sit right by the door, probably because it's just easier to escape. If anything happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. PTSD. <laughs> easier to Take your shit and go. Forget about everyone else. <laughs> I just said, yeah. gather your people and oh. escape. <laughs> I don't leave well, people then... behind. <laughs> I have enough guilt as it, but, um, as it anyway, is. <laughs> so as soon as I enter and like I see her, I'm like, oh, I think I know her. And then I, I per- like, I, the only seats that were available were on the, like. How did you? No. Oh, my God. My stupid ass. No, I was we like, did. we have masks on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I called myself stupid. So this is this is 2018. So we didn't have any masks on, and no pandemic. Everything was normal. No oh, pandemic. Totally different world back then. But anyway, I, the only seats that were available were on the far side, so I could literally walk across the entire classroom and go and sit down. And like, and then again, I look, I look to my left, and like I like I see her again at like the door. I'm like, I know this person, and then I look through my Instagram because we we followed each other, and I was like, that's Helena. That's so weird. It was like the first time we met, and then like literally like. I finished my exam. I hand it to the professor. Um, and I, I'm on my, I'm on my way leaving. And then like, I literally like, like pause when I'm right next to her, just cause she's right next to the door. I'm like, Hey, and she looks, she goes, Oh, Hey, and that, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yay. Long time no see brother. <laughs> yeah. Why haven't you become coming but, uh, by? <laughs> but yeah, that, that was, um, that was sort of like our first time meeting. I don't think we. I think the the other time, last time we saw each other was. Uh, what was it? I was eating falafel. No. I was hungry. <laughs> no, that was yeah, the, the ice um, cream. Toronto, Toronto Veg Fest at Harborfront. Yes, uh, Dylan uh, funded my ice cream cravings. <laughs> you make it. You you you're making it seem like I'm some kind of like sugar daddy. <laughs> I'm not gonna reply to that. It's a podcast. <laughs> People listen to. 
I paid him back, which is not how. Well, it kind of does. Parents relationships work. Something else, but uh, well, yeah. I, I actually yes, yes, you're right. I yeah. kind of no. walked myself right into it. I paid him back in dollars. <laughs> for the dollars that he provided me <laughs> really don't, you really don't have to expand on that but um yeah the uh the, uh, the veg fest that was that was pretty cool um yeah i just the, oh yes all all those all those it was really cool what what did you uh, have i remember i remember we had some apicolate of course they closed, a, but of course a uh, a vegan a vegan shawarma um really oh yes gyros shawarma yes and then i had some vegan beer uh, mac and cheese and i think that's it because i got all that stuff was just very heavy carbs and it was very filling oh and then and then yeah i don't i I don't really relate to the i went and got some i got some well you had to go early i gotta go and i was like all right cool later and then i was like well i'm still a little hungry and then i went to go get some nuggets And these these nuggets were good. It's it's it was from this nuggets. place called uh, um, Lord of the Flies. Not not the book and not the movie. Um, yeah, there's you, a you, book and a movie called Lord of the Flies. It's like basically, it's it's like um, a bunch of little boys get stranded <laughs> on an island and they sort of have to um, survive. And um, we we learned about this in my in my psychology class in high school because psychologists analyze this movie and this book by saying like this is ex- almost exactly like how um humans would sort of act if you know left to their own sort of devices and inhibitions and whatever etc cetera, etc cetera. if they were stranded on an island this is how they would sort of cooperate and is it the... okay okay is this the um this is related to the experiment that they did. Um, I don't know the name. I don't remember the name of the experiment. So they suck with names. Um, where they like after they kind of established that you know children work together, um, but this was done in camps actually. Um, they kind of divided the same children that kind of worked together into two separate groups, and they provided them with like limited resources and be like and just observed. <clears throat> observe it and watch how they would react, how they would split those resources. And um, a lot of a lot of them were more favorable into their own group members, even if their you know previous friends were from the opposing teams, they still I, I believe so. I believe members. that is sort of the similar experiment. Um, but yeah, this this place yeah? called okay. the flies, they're from Australia. Um yeah, pretty good, pretty good stuff. I miss I miss those festivals. I miss I miss everything. I miss I miss a lot of the things that we took advantage of before this whole pandemic. Um, one of them mostly mm-hmm. entirely being actually being able to go outside without wearing a mask. I mean, you can walk, but technically I think we still have to uh, wear a mask while outside I mean, now too, I, right? I, I guess, but I mean, I still kind of wear it anyway because it has gone colder. So it's kind of like wearing a scarf, which is what I used to do in the winter. So it's, it's like the same thing for me. Kind yeah. Of yeah, I don't know. I, I there's a, there's a certain level of freedom when it comes to just not having a mask and being able to go out and not be scared and um, all that. Yeah, but I mean, with, true, true. Yeah, but I mean, with, with all that being said, um, I think right now is a pretty good time to sort of close it out. Um, do you have anything that? You, okay, bye. 
<laughs> Rose eyes finally. <laughs> I feel like I'm chatting but verbally, like I'm texting but verbally. Quite 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 literally. Uh, <laughs> um but uh but before before we go, um is there anything that you do want to say to um those that are listening to this podcast? Um are y'all doing okay? <laughs> How did you survive to the end? Um, I don't know. Is um, I don't know. Actually, thanks for having having me out for you. But then for the rest, you know, try to follow um, the guidelines for COVID, just so we could, you know, get out of this together. Because you know, we're on this together. And um, speaking of which, try to minimize your carbon footprint by maybe going vegan. Any part of veganism works. It doesn't have to be only the diet. Um, yeah, and keep listening to the podcast because, you know, we have to support this little guy. No pun intended. <laughs> okay, well, I mean... <laughs> I'm socially awkward, y'all. Don't blame no, me. No, she, she's not... <laughs> no, you're, like, you're not He knew what awkward. he was getting you're into. Just, um, I, think, I think you're just selective about who you really open up to. Yeah, which includes all of the listeners of this podcast currently. Yes, y'all are, you know, I love you there all. There you go. That, 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 those are, those are some, of the, some of the best words that have been spoken to close out this show on, uh, on this podcast. But um, again, yeah, thank you welcome. so much for being on it. Um, I really appreciate it. Again, to those who are listening, um, if you made it this far, I just want to say thank you. I know that sometimes my guests and I, we do ramble. Um, but that technically, again, is the whole notion of the Secret Breath podcast, where we do speak of topics that have either been spoken of before or topics that you know some things or most things about. So, you know, we put our own spin on it. Um, and that's what we do here. So thank you for listening. And um, we will definitely see you next time. I thought you were going to end this with God bless and God bless America. Um, no. <laughs> I just, I just, ru- just ruined your last words. <laughs> oh, wow. But um, I think, yeah, we're, we're going to end it here. That's it. <laughs>